the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my house. Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, and welcome to Eye on Real Estate on this beautiful, beautiful summer day. I Knock on wood, the weather has really... I think it's been a nice summer. It was a late start to the summer, but it's been great. And, uh, of course, you're listening to Ion Real Estate, and we're the only show on talk radio that talks about everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything. From Except mortgages, before the show, when we're chatting, we don't talk about yeah, real estate. Yeah, well, that's X-rated, so we really can't. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> From mortgages and deeds to love nests, divorces. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, real estate attorney Jerry Feeney, and Ace wanted to sue part. Good morning, I'm getting guys. there. I getting there. there. Actually, yeah. nailed it this morning. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's that's only five years. It rolls um, off your tongue. Who is <laughs> vice president of Citizens Bank and considered one of the most knowledgeable mortgage professionals in the business? And as I said before, he's a great dresser. And good looking. Oh, are we doing? Oh, here we go we again. Or I'd For the say first he's twenty a cat. minutes of the show, talk about how good looking Ace is. <laughs> Can we just get it out there and, and, and turn to real estate now? Ace is very good looking. Everyone, you go on the website. You can see his picture. He dresses really well too. Oh, he does. He does. What about Jerry, Daddy? And I like yeah. a good. I like yeah. a well. Oh, Jerry dresses wonderful. Also. He, he really his, does. His he fashion is. Oh. No, he does. Yes, he, you. Uh, you. You really do. And uh, I, uh, I can't so say anything yourself, bad about yeah. his dress. He, he dresses in the <laughs> finest. He does. So um, getting back to business, of course, if you have any legal questions or mortgage or finance questions, we would love to hear from you. Please give us a ring at 866-970-9622. Of course, let me say it again. For those who might have missed it, 866-970-9622. And we'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to chat from you. And we've learned some great things, and we've met some great people. And hopefully um, in September, uh, we'll take the show on the road and hit a few of your locations so you can meet up with us live. If you have any legal questions, remember, again, I don't want to shortchange you, Jerry, because legal advice is very hard to get. And if you know anything about attorneys, you'll be on the phone five minutes, and you'll get a bill. For five minutes of talk time. So, yeah, I'm uh, free. Yeah, no, no, no. I, so this is really a great, great, I mean, everyone really here 
dedicates their time and their Saturdays to really help you because uh, these are the experts in the field, and it's very hard to get this advice for free. So um, I want to thank Ace, and I want to thank Jerry, because you guys have been with me from the very beginning. And You're it's welcome. a big commitment, especially Saturdays. <laughs> what else am I going to do on a Saturday? <laughs> it's fine, Saturday it's fine. next to the lake with everybody else. Well, I just want to tell you. What else I would mean, I be doing here? You know? I, I love the city. I ran to pick up a few dresses that this my the dressmaker had uh, shortened for me. But I just want to say she has 27 dresses of mine that have been there for about two years. She's a little slow, but she's good. But she's good, yeah. <laughs> but she's good. So I uh, I said, okay, I'll catch you when you're not busy. By the time I get those dresses, they'll be out of style. I, I ran back. <laughs> I kind of, uh, oh, I'm going to Chicago to do a, uh, a speak to about 2,000 women mm-hmm. and on entrepreneurship. And, of course, I, I thought I could use a little help with somebody who just give me an outline to help me. But, of course, that never happened. Somebody forgot to get the woman who was writing it. So uh, yesterday, before I came to the Hamptons, I called my assistant, Lisa. Lisa, you got to help me. She came to my house. We wrote it. Then we did the Ooh. radio. Then I did the radio show. Then I drove out. I, Jill Zarin uh, always has a fundraiser for her husband who unfortunately passed away this year and uh it's right it's in Bridgehampton and it's right after the radio show so I uh had to get dressed for the radio show usually I'm in jeans or my soul cycle clothes and I'm going to go there and then I'm coming back to pack and then I will hit Chicago you have to take a picture Dottie uh, talking about women, you're going to a women's entrepreneurship thing. I have a little trivia question I wanted to ask you guys. That was an interesting fact. How many statues, you know, statues all over the city of New York honoring people, right, everywhere you turn around. How many of them are of women? Anybody want to guess? That's a good point, Jerry. Uh, I, I, I haven't counted, but I would, I, it, just my mind tells me I don't remember seeing Does many. it have to be a real woman or could it be like this, this, the Statue of Abundance that's in front of the Plaza Hotel? Uh, real well, that, woman honoring the real woman. Statue of Abundance. Yeah. That's not a real woman. That's yeah, I would say yeah, single so, digits, right? Jeremy? How many do you think, Ace? I don't know. Zero. Dottie. Three. <laughs> Two. Yeah, so I don't want to get know. on this woman kick four. or anything. Four. But, there's uh, the only truth four. Is, four. Yeah, th- four, that's it. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, does that mean there's only four women uh, worthy of honoring in this city? That's crazy. In this in this yeah. world, I mean, we have hundreds and hundreds of statues of men. We have to get some more going. And I think I think a statue of Dottie. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Here Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> here, here. Where, where do you really, think it really. should be? Where do you think no, it should listen. be? Uh, it should be somewhere real estate centric. So uh, maybe. It would have to be in the heart of the city. Yeah. Right in the heart but of the city. But in any event, um, I'm doing this. And, and again, I, uh, I found out that only, I think I might have said this on the radio, only three percent of all venture capital money and that's money that is you know when you have a business and mm-hmm. or you have an idea and you think that it could do well and you you want to get people to back you and 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 lend you money on a new idea it's one thing to have a business that's in business already but when you're having a new idea or a new business uh only three percent of all venture capital money goes to women and so we want to kind of change that and make it a little bit more equal <laughs> provided they have a good business you know i'm not about i'm not about giving an advantage to a man or a woman i'm about just giving equal treatment 
for the yeah. same thing, you know. So um, I'll be off to Chicago, and hopefully I've met some great people there, so I am looking forward to it. Good luck. Um, although Good I have to tell you, I haven't stopped. But in view of that, I would t- want to tell you that I want to first of all thank Citizens Bank again, um, as I always do, for helping to make this show possible without Citizens Bank. Uh, uh, they really, really help us a lot. And I don't have sponsors. As you see, I don't have many because I will only have sponsors that I absolutely believe in. Um, it's never been about the money, although I want to tell you I do like my money, but I always have done, uh, whether it be my business or my life, done what I feel is good and what I believe in. And um, if you do something you're passionate or you work with someone you're passionate about or you deal with a a lending institution that you feel is really the right place to go, then the rest all happens. Uh, But I would never endorse something that I didn't absolutely believe in. So I just want to say thank you, Citizens Bank, but I also think you're the greatest. Of course, it doesn't hurt that you have Ace <laughs> running the show there. Um, but in many, he's so good-looking, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, listen, good-looking gets you just so far. you got to get a good rate and a yes. good mortgage and got to get approved. So the good-looking is great. But it helps. Uh, uh, as long it as it, it goes the rest <laughs> of the way. Um, it's... Citizen gives back to the community. They do what, what I believe in truly. Uh, giving back has always been part of the tradition of the Citizens Bank, and that goes back nearly 200 years. And I don't think people realize that they're 200 years old. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And and was founded to help. This is a really neat story. And they were founded to help a little guy get ahead in the world. Hmm. And so they were founded for the little man to try to help the little guy who was not, you know, didn't have rich parents or didn't have the right connections. Um, It it was founded to help that guy get ahead in the world. And uh, see, so they started for, they started in a really positive way trying to help people. And today's citizens, I'm pleased to say, is the third largest lender in the New York area and the 12th largest retail bank in the United States. They have over 5 million customers, including individuals, companies, not-for-profit, and institutions. They also have a completely new digital branch at citizensbank.com. Where every, and you never have to leave your home to open an account. Life is easy today, okay? Or if you want to consolidate your loans, you just have to go to citizensbank.com, okay? That's citizensbank.com. Or... If you like the old-fashioned way and you want to speak to someone, you can call them at 1-800-922-9999. That's 1-800-922-9999. That's easy enough, isn't it? Um, At 1030, just for fun, okay, just for fun because I like to have fun. I like to work hard. I always say work hard, but have fun. Um, At 1030, we're going to have a brief conversation with Tom Daly. Now, do you know who Tom Daly is, Ace or Jerry? Uh, no, I'm no. not familiar with Tom Daly. Okay, Tom Daly, which you'll probably have a statue one day, is a man who owns the Wrecking Club, oh, the Anger ah, Club. The Anger Club. This is what we were talking about. Here other. in yeah. New York yeah. City, a place where you can work off your aggressions by smashing things. I, I, and, I see. I, I like that place better than the, the sleep room. I well, like the, the sleeping sleep thing, room. there's no way I would be going. Yeah. Okay? No, uh, no, I mean, but, you know, listen, different strokes for different folks. If you're okay right. with that, fine. Uh, but the anger, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. 
if you have a lot of aggression and you're just mad that you can go there and take a sledgehammer and break things. And I think uh, <laughs> probably when you're done, you got it, you got it all out of you. We have to do a so, remote from there. We should do a remote radio yeah. show. And while I'm talking, Dottie could be smashing things in the background. It'd be great. Well, better be having a sledgehammer there than out, you know. Right. You know, yeah, take out, it out there. You know, in yeah. my office or something. You, know, you yeah, don't well, want that. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll I don't bring effigies say... of certain brokers. And uh, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding to the brokers. We so I just want. had to have We talked about it last week and the week before. And I just think it's kind of cute. Yeah. And I think, and I always, uh, I always give credit to people who are creative and come up with different things that some people Absolutely. say, oh, come on, are you kidding me? An anger room? I think it's one of the best ideas I've heard. It's great. I think it's a cool idea, and I bet you a lot of people do it. Now, I don't want to say this, but we're coming towards the end of the dog days, what is supposed to be the hottest days of summer. Dog days are the 40 days beginning July 3rd and ending August 11th, but something tells me we've got a lot of hot days ahead of us in August, and that's fine by me. Hmm. Um. By the way, dog days have nothing to do with our four-legged friends. It's Stars. named Yes, it's, you're so right. It's named after a dog star, Sirius, Sirius. With, which is high in the sky right now. So, um, But I, I hate to see them go. I know it's hot, and people say, oh, it's so hot, but I'll take this weather any day. Plus, it's bright, it's sunny, it stays sunny late, you know. In the winter at 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock, it's pitch dark. It feels ooh, yucky. Yeah. 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 You know? And it doesn't give you that, well, but it's nice that to have whole change. motivation to go out and stay yeah. out. And, you know what I'm saying? You just yeah. go, oh, it's freezing. It's cold. It's black outside. Oh, I'm just going home. <laughs> I like the change. I like it because then you appreciate it more, too, you know? Well, I do like the change, Jerry, but if you could give winter 30 days to me, and that would be fine. It just makes no. it, it tends to be long. I, I, it tends to feel long. Anyhow, I always tell you what happens on this day. So on this day, July 28th in history, 1914, World War I began. In 1933, the first singing telegram was delivered in, to, <laughs> in New York City. Now, I never got one. You so, never got one? No. So the, someday somebody You know what the first singing me. telegram was about? No, I don't. Really Your know. Aunt Rose is dead. She died in bed. That was an old joke. It was an old vaudeville joke. Jerry, Jerry, let me give you a hint. Stick to your day job. <laughs> don't you get don't it? Your Aunt Rose is dead. She died in bed. Yeah. Guess who they sang the first uh, telegram to? Stephen, you? Rudy Valley. Rudy, Rudy Valley. Oh, the Four Seasons. Ace doesn't know who these people are. No. The Four Seasons. No. No, that's not. No. That's, uh, who was Rudy Valley? Uh, oh, okay. No. Yes. I'm just too young to know this stuff. Who? Who was Rudy Valley? <laughs> Stephen, tell yes. us. They're laughing tell us at you, your history. <laughs> he was a singer uh, in the silent film days, I guess. And well, he, oh, Frankie Valley. I think you're Frankie Valley, right? He was the first. Thank you, Frankie Valley. But, but I don't feel bad, Jerry. I actually didn't know who Rudy. Ba- I knew it wasn't Frankie Valley. That much I did. Yeah, know. Okay. but I didn't really know who he was. But yeah. I wasn't around during the Vaudeville Good days. Good thing we have Stephen here to tell us. Oh, Grandpa Steve. Jerry. 
Frankie Valley. <laughs> well, but by the way, that is a great play. If you haven't seen it, I think I saw it four uh, times. It's great. Yeah. You went with me, remember? We yes, together. I loved it. Loved it. Um, in 1933, that happens, but again, it's Rudy Valley, and it's spelled V-A-L-L-E-E. Mm-hmm. In 1945, a B-25 crashed into the 79th story of the Empire State Building. Now, I didn't Do you know, remember that? Well, why would I remember it? I wasn't born in 1945. <laughs> but I remember I didn't reading know about that. it. Yeah. A B-25 crashed yeah. into the 79th story of the Empire yeah. State Building. It was cloudy. Misty, and, they didn't see it. You know, it was that that building was designed to withstand a airplane crash because they feared that it would happen because it was so high, and and it worked. It did. It did withstand it. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I just it obviously don't remember that. But um, if you were born today on this day, you're a Leo, which is a pretty strong sign, and my, like most lions, you're. You're fierce and you're strong and you can sometimes be arrogant and uh, lions are arrogant and sometimes you can boast. The only lion I know that didn't, wasn't arrogant and didn't boast is the lion, wasn't he from the Wizard of Oz? Oh, yeah, he didn't. Wasn't he cowardly? Courage. Yeah, yes. courage. Yes. yes. <laughs> He's the only right. lion that didn't have it. Right. But he did get his courage at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so if today is your birthday, you share it with Jacqueline Kenny Onassis. Kennedy, oh, and she was to me a class act, and oh, uh, I loved her. Loved yes, her. And, and an icon, and just mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think as a first lady, and you know, she. I mean, I read her her biography, and you no, know, she really, you know, didn't have it easy. Uh, but she was just uh, mm-hmm. the epitome of class, and she always really kept things very like you know ladylike, and I just dressed beautifully and. Um, I guess I think everybody was proud to see her as a first lady. Um, She was born on this day in 1929, and she passed away in 1994. And um, she was only 65 when she passed away. I've forgotten how young she was. Yeah, so young. Yeah. Well, that that family really had had one bad thing happen after another. I feel like it's it's, it's horrible. A lot of tragedy. Mm -hmm. A lot of tragedy. Anyhow, so those are the things that happened. Another birthday, too. You missed the, the 14th Amendment. It's 150 years old today. Is it? Yes. It's a major, it's a, you know, it's a major uh, amendment to the Constitution. It's the birthday of the 14th Amendment. I was there when they passed that. Yeah, Stephen was a little toddler then when they were signing that one. <laughs> oh, well, he was. He was. So I just give you, you know, uh, a little of some what's going on. Obviously, the low-priced homes, and we're talking nationally, but low-priced homes under $250,000 or less is growing, the shortage of them. So we are finding that there's more more people who need homes under two fifty, and there's less and less of them. The nationwide housing shortage continues, um, but worse for people in that category. I'm going to continue... Uh, with some of the stuff that you should know about real estate going forward. But when we come back, we are going to have <laughs> my, my favorite guest who does the anger rooms, Jerry, uh, Tom Daly. He's on the line, and he's going to tell us about the hang- anger room. And, Jerry, I told you I'm getting one for you. <laughs> we'll be right back, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622.
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back and you're listening to I on Real Estate. I am Dottie Herman. I have Ace Wadasupar and Jerry Feeney. And we are um, happy to have Tom Daly. Um, we talked about his uh, wrecking club, I think, last week. And Tom, good morning, Tom. Can you hear me? I don't have Tom. Oh, okay. Tom. Can you hear me now? Yes, no, we can hear you now. Barely. Okay. Yeah, Tom, we were, we were, you know, when we read about your wrecking club, and I love entrepreneurs, I love people who come up with out-of-the-box ideas, and I heard about it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's where I'd want to go. Tell <laughs> us. Okay, tell us how you came up with the idea. And uh, Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, so, uh, to be honest with you, I, I came from accounting. I came from about as corporate as a job as you could find. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I, I really... Um, I, you know, it was a great company, great coworkers, great, great job. And uh, I just, it was, it was too normal for my personality. So, um, so, you know, I decided that I was going to start my no, own No, no, I get it, Tom. It was too normal for your personality. You, that, yeah. I get it. So that's, so you, so you left there. Um, so as far as how the, uh, the idea of uh, breaking stuff entered my head, you know, there was about, I want to say 20, 30 uh, different um, half business plans that came up and maybe about 10 that I actually finished um, because they were making sense as as I made them. And, uh, you know, this, uh, it it seemed like it's something that, to be honest with you, I really had no idea if it was going to work. I had a feeling it would because I I did a couple tests with it. Um, But, you know, there, there came the day where I was just like, you know what? Um, I was more scared of not doing this than I was of doing it. Um, uh, so I like that, Tom. I like your attitude because I always say people, a lot of people don't do things because they're afraid that they're going to fail. And um, there's no entrepreneur, there's no person that I think successful that hasn't failed. And so the fact that you said you were too scared to not do it says a lot for who you are. So you opened it up. When did you open uh, so we opened uh, in January of 2017. Okay. And tell us, so what do you need to bring? How do you find out about it? Because uh, it w- I read about it somewhere recently. So uh, tell us, what do you do? So, what do you, where do you go? How do you, how do you find out? How do you register? Tell us all about it. Sure. I'll kind of, I'll, I'll walk you through the customer experience a little bit. So, uh, uh, someone will make an appointment through our website. You can do it same day if there's time slots available, or you can uh, you can make something up to six months in advance. And um, you know we get a lot of corporate events, we get a lot of parties, we get a lot of you know date nights and group events and stuff like that. Um, date nights. Date nights. People go on dates date there. <laughs> a lot of dates. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear about so, this. Is this a first uh, date uh, for people or? You know, we, we, we do get some first dates from some first dates. I would say depending on the, the person's personality, I think it's a risky first date. 
Yeah, I would say, so. yeah, I would say if that was my first date, I'd question, this yeah. guy might have an anger management problem. Right, right. Before okay. dinner, I thought we'd go and I would take out all my aggression by smashing things, and then we'll have a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. romantic. Um, but I would say I would say we get a ton of like second and third dates as, as people are looking for something more unique to do. Um, but, Same uh, me. I used to go to the movies. Well, well, let me put it this way. If a guy brings you on a date to the mm-hmm. wrecking room, you have to say he's thinking out of the box. He's not your typical boring guy. So Dude. go through the experience. Yeah. What happens? So you go on, what's your website, by the way? Uh, website's wreckingclub.com. Wreckingclub.com. So that's easy enough to remember. Wreckingclub.com. And you can yep. book on the website. And so, okay, bring us to the experience. Can I just ask Tom if you, sure. if you have a sudden urge? Do you have, you don't have to sign up. What if you just suddenly are in a rage? Can you just go over there and say, do you have a room for me? You can, but we normally book up. So if we don't have, we just, uh, you know, I can't guarantee it we'll even have something for you that day. Nobody walks in off the street. Wow. That's a shame. Well, it's like anything else. I mean, you can always try something, but, you know, and it depends on the people that come I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no, it's, it's the same way as if you have a craving for a restaurant, um, you know, and if it's really packed, you just might have to wait a little bit. Right, mm. right. So go through the experience. So what happens? So you, you get, do you, do you wear particular clothes? Like, what if you're coming, what if you're, at work and you're in a corporate environment, you're wearing a suit, is, it, is there any particular dress or does it matter? So you have to have your arms and legs covered and you have to wear closed-toed shoes. Uh, it, it, all you pretty much have to show up with is closed-toed shoes. We got everything else covered for you. We got jackets, we got pants, we got hard hats, we got gloves, we got face gear, we got everything you need. So oh. basically someone comes in. You know, they got a room set up with electronics, some furniture, a bunch of dishes. You know, uh, sometimes they'll bring their own stuff, depending on whatever they're coming in for. And, uh, you know, there's a little space in there for them to plug in their music, and it connects to the speakers in the wall. And they basically just go nuts, and then they drop the bat, and they walk out. What music? Listen, that's great for a real estate or my real estate agents. If they work so hard on a deal, and for some reason it blows up, that could just yeah. make them an well, appointment. So now when you go what. into the room, and you go into the room, and what do you just get? Do you get a a, a hammer? What do you get to wreck everything with? Um, you get uh, sledgehammers. You get baseball bats and crowbars, and sometimes we have some specialty stuff, but they break really quickly, like golf clubs and and stuff like that. You guys have to see the the uh, Instagram page. I'm actually watching it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get all the props, <laughs> Tom? So everything that's there uh, is recycled. So most of it uh, actually comes from some recycling channels. Um, and, and, you know, sourcing is a very, very difficult thing and requires a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. and calls. And uh, it's, it's, that is the most difficult part, actually, besides finding a space, which you guys might be interested in. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Well, where are you located there. now? We're in West Midtown, Manhattan. Okay. And so, yeah, you could probably expand. Uh, yeah. So you, you go in, I mean, you go in and you 
Can you go with a date? You can go with more than one person? or Sure. So you could have up to, the, the rooms are pretty big. You can have up to six people in there at once. There's a, a bunch of procedures that you have to follow, you know, with, with more than two people in the room. Um, you can't hit yeah. each other. You, can, you <laughs> cannot hit each other. Yeah, okay, that, just want to clarify. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you'll go with people that are all angry at the same thing. You're not angry. You're yeah. not angry at each other. No. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone's smiling after they do all this aggression. Everyone's, uh-huh. everyone's, I think it's the neatest. I am yeah. going to get some people this. I mean, just for fun, because yeah. I think it's great to get aggressions out. And I think that once you get it all out, it's out. You know, it's, and I it's think funny. it's a great concept. I, I love it. Now, how long of a session? Uh, what's the cost and what's the session? How long? So, is- se- sessions start at twenty-five bucks. They go all the way up to two hundred and fifty bucks. So it and all depends on it all depends on how many people are in the room, uh, what you order online. We actually have a whole menu, just like a restaurant. Um, oh. And yeah, so I mean, you can order time, you can order amount of people, you can order. Uh, what you want in there. What's on the menu, Tom? Oh, so you can menu? order different things to break. Yes, yes. So there's a, a whole huge variety of electronics as far as flat screens and printers and monitors and laptops and a Do people bring clock. photos like of, of their relatives to put in there to... Uh, I don't know if they're relatives, but they bring photos. <laughs> People do bring photos, right? Yes, I they, think yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Sometimes they bring photos, sometimes yeah. certain political figures, which we won't get into, but yeah, stuff no, like can't that. can't imagine who that would <laughs> be. <Yeah. laughs> oh, so listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, what, okay, I want you, so each session can be like 30 minutes or longer, if you if you want. Yep. Do people spend hours in there sometimes, or is so you, uh, do you, you know, Group events spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Ace and Jerry and myself, we are going. Should together. do a remote for Yes, we're going to yeah. go. All right. We're Man. making a commitment. Lo- well, yeah, it. we need another week or two of the love nice summer idea. days. But we're yeah. going. We're going to come. Yeah. But and I'm, now that I know we can bring photos. <laughs> so now you you put safety gear on people. What do you like? What do you do to protect people from hurting themselves? If they, they might not do it on purpose, but I'm just saying you so, have a man. Everyone has to be fully geared up. Um, so they pretty much have to be covered from head to toe. Um, so everyone everyone has to bring their own closed-toed shoes. Um, closed-toed, uh, no sandals. No sandals. If you come in with shorts, we're going to give you protective pants. If you come in with short sleeves, we're going to give you a protective jacket. We give you a hard hat that also has a, a visor that comes down. It's almost like a welder's helmet. Um, and you're, you're pretty much covered from head to toe. Okay. So can you take pictures and videos? Absolutely. We hope you do. Okay, listen. You're going to see us. I think it's a really neat idea. Um, I'd love to come myself, and then I would love to give this as some gifts to some of the people that have had tough times and just need to get their aggressions out, especially in my business. It's a tough business. Um, Thank you so much, and we will be on your line, and Ace, myself, and Jerry will come ourselves. Hey, you got it, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend, Tom. Thanks for calling us. Um, we wish you the best of luck. I think it's a great idea. Uh, likewise. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Oh, I see, see. I think, listen, we have a break for the news. Uh, not news. Since we have a break, a commercial break, and we'll be right back. We'll get back to real estate, but I do think that's kind of a cool idea. 866-970-9622. <laughs> It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. 
we're back. And, of course, we just had Tom from the, from the wrecking room, and I just thought that was fun and different. And, you know, sometimes when people say, goodness, what am I going to do with my life or what can I do? <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'm sure when he talked to people about it, I'm sure when he talked to his friends and he said, listen, I'm an accountant and I'm sick of being an accountant and maybe I should do something. I'm sure a lot of them thought he was crazy. A lot of anger those accountants have, you know, but no, but 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 I can see it. I think it's a, you know I can see it as a fun little gift to give somebody, you know, or yeah. a couple of people who hate their boss or something. I or just can't get over the the date. The, the, the date one, date I'm there. not. No, that I I don't go for because <laughs> if someone took me to the anger room, then I would think yeah. they have an anger problem. They must be going here a lot that they even right. know about. <laughs> right, if they know knew them instead of right. calling by name. So, yeah. But back to our real estate again. The housing shortage is the strongest at the lower end um, and when you see and you're going to be reading numbers and numbers are numbers they can do anything they want with them but when you see that housing is down it's not down because there's not a demand there's a huge demand for housing we don't have enough inventory to sell <laughs> uh, so that's problem um, because especially at the at the low end of uh, the medium of prices of home in, in June, though, hit a new high, while homes for sale are near record lows. And what that really means is that the price went up, but there's not enough to sell. So that's why you see there might be less sales, not because of a bad market, just because we don't have enough uh, in inventory. Millennials, the largest generation, are finally forming households at an ever-increasing rate. And that's going to continue because, remember something, millennials are just starting to age. If you want to call 34 aging, I would say it's on your way to being 40. So there, so there's a lot of them behind. So the oldest ones are just starting to have families. So that trend is going to continue. And households, you know, uh, are going to be being formed. They're having children. And because they were delayed by the recession, many are looking for single-family homes, and some of them are married already. So that's going to continue, and I think we're going to have a healthy housing market. But if you're a buyer, you've got to be out there. You've got to know what's out there, and you have to be ready to take action when you see the proper home for you. And that's why you have, have to call ACE. Now, this is kind of a weird thing. I... Southern California, I read this and it said Southern California's home sales crash. Now, and they say it's a warning sign to the rest of the nation. Now, I've been in the business a while, and I usually know fashion starts in New York, but I know that real estate, generally what happens on the West Coast, eventually gets to the East Coast. So um, I don't know that this is true, but it says sales of both new and existing houses and condominiums. Now, this is California, by the way dropped 11.8% year over year as prices shot up to a record high. So if you really read, and, no, and most people don't really read the thing, what it's really saying is it dropped 11%, but prices shot up to a high that's a record-breaking. The median prices paid for all Southern California homes sold in June was 536000 and change. And that's an increase uh, of 7.3 opposed to last year. So, so they fell to the lowest in four years, but that's because they really didn't have a lot to sell. And uh, there's fewer affordable homes. Uh, 
the median price in, in, in California, I think New York might even be higher than California. I think, well, definitely Southern California is less. Uh, but that's the problem we're seeing here. So it's not that, so when people read that and say, and you, you're reading the papers and it says housing's dropped, it's not because it dropped because there's lack of demand. The demand is great. It's the inventory. Now, listen to this. Land goes from dirt cheap to pay dirt. Now, I was reading that. I wasn't sure what that meant. And it says that land, that if you take dirt, it's not cheap, and soil becomes significantly more valuable when it's moved to create new land in Manhattan, Boston, and Back Bay in Monaco. So if you move a scoop of soil from Beverly Hills, Texas, to Beverly Hills, California, its value soars. So I guess there's a business for dirt. I know there's a business for sand with the uh, building. And well, they reclaim what, what I think they're doing in Monaco is they're trying to make Monaco bigger because property, the property values there are so great. So they dredge up hundreds of thousands of tons and they make the land bigger. And Miami Beach, by the way, was just a sandbar before they did the same thing to Miami Beach. They built it up big enough so there could be hotels. Also, Battery Park. If you go downtown, mm-hmm. uh, New mm-hmm. York's Battery Park was built in part atop of sand that shipped that was shipped in from the southern shores of Staten Island during the early 1970s. Wow. The move took prices around 350 dollars a square foot in Staten Island to an average of one point four hundred thirty one dollars one million yeah, one thousand four hundred thirty one a square foot in lower Manhattan. Now if you go to Battery Park, that wasn't here. No, I mean right. really okay, right. and that and they built that. So if you're in the dirt or sand business, I think you're probably in a good business. They had a plan I think to connect Manhattan with Governor's Island to make it even even a bigger piece, to make Manhattan even bigger. Of course, that was vetoed. Yeah, they said several... I think what you... I, it, it said that a student proposed to connect Lower Manhattan to Governor's Island via with a landfill, and it was unlikely yeah, it was that that could happen for legal <laughs> and environmental reasons. But listen... There's a river right there, first of all. Yeah. But, you know, you got to try. So that means Ace really lives in Staten Island? Yes. You got to try. <laughs> Listen, Battery Park is Battery a great Park place. Is so beautiful, guys. And I tell people if you're in the city and you can't get out of the city, um, it's wonderful to go there in the night and you can sit and see on, on the you can sit and have eat on the water and see the boats and they have music. It's yeah. just really it's, it's really it's really well, developed into something yeah. great. I mean, it's we'll give really Ace nice. an address and people can stop yeah, by. And yes, you can all stop by. No, but it, it truly is an oasis. I it, love it, it there. It is. Now, Element reports that came out for the Hamptons and Long Island, and uh, we just released our second quarter of, of the Douglas Element reports for the Hamptons. And while the overall Hamptons market had fewer sales than last year, like much of the region, there was more activity below the 1 million and above the 5 million thresholds. The number of sales at or above 5 million was the third highest total in more than 14 years of record keeping. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. So sales above 5 million was the third highest total in more than 14 years of record keeping in the Hamptons. In Long Island, the housing market, and I know the Hamptons, for those of you who don't live 
on Long Island. The Hamptons is part of Long Island, but they just don't consider themselves that because it's really a second home market or whatever. They call it Up Island. Um, mm. The Long Island housing market showed fairly robust conditions. They, prices and sales on Long Island were up with inventory down, mirroring the national market. So the national market is pretty much alike all over. However, pending sales were lower, and the luxury market continued to soften on Long Island. In, o- in the overall housing market, sales edged up about 1.1%, um, so it's the highest total for a second quarter in 13 years. So, Long Island, you're doing great. Listing inventory fell, though, uh, to 11,544, which is the lowest second quarter supply in 15 years. So, if you're looking on Long Island, remember, inventory's tight. It's low. So, Nassau County, the number of sales fell sharply, but again, not because of demand, because they didn't have enough inventory. Suffolk County, the North Shore price trend indicator showed mixed results as sales declined. Listing inventory jumped, but pending sales edged high. The Suffolk North Shore luxury market represented the top 10% of all area sales. So the luxury market in Suffolk County did well. And the North Fork, which, by the way, if you have time, go to the North Fork, you'll love it. Market trends were up, but negotiability increased as sale activity eased. Uh, it's a place you could consider. It's a great second home market, uh, and it's quiet. It's peaceful. There's all the some of the most famous wineries. It's just great. So um, if you haven't, then it's a good day trip if you haven't been there. Now there was an article I read, and it says, and this is from Bloomberg. It says why Manhattan is now a buyer's market at all price points. Now, I don't think it's a buyer's market at all price points, but this is what they're saying. The island is awash in inventory right now. The Manhattan units priced below $1 million are piling up, according to a study by StreetEasy. Inventory climbed 27% in June from earlier, from a year earlier, to the highest level in the month since 2013. It's essentially a buyer's market across the board, and the total number of available homes in Manhattan is at the highest for the month since 2011. Now, if you go back to 2011, there probably wasn't a lot of inventory then. So you have to, when you're looking at things, you have to look and compare it to how much inventory did we have then. Uh, there are a lot of options, so you can be picky. But you should be out there because you, you can, if you really look, find some good deals. I just found an apartment for somebody in a great area, a really wonderful area by the water, in, uh, close to the tunnel, brand new, parking if you want in the building, it's extra if you want to pay for it. And I sold it to someone for 425 and it's brand new. Everything is new. It's about, let's say, I want to say 800, 750 square feet. Brand new bathroom, kitchen. Everything is brand new. There's nothing you have to do. The maintenance was like $1,100. So don't let people tell you you can't find things. You just have to have a good broker at Douglas Elliman, and you have to look. So um, they say that... Manhattan's declining. I will tell you that Manhattan, you have to wait till September because Manhattan, usually the summer is kind of a, a slow. What do you see? 
Jerry? Um, you know, we've had a very busy uh, July, so <clears throat> I'm not exactly seeing what that report said. I mean, I, I hear a lot yeah. of talk about things slowing down, but boy, we've seen still yeah. a lot of activity. I don't know. Well, again, everything's relative. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you are slowing down compared to what? <laughs> right. Right. You know, you have to look at what it's comparing to. And so if you're looking at maybe this time last year, it slowed a bit. Uh, but this time always is kind of, you know, people are on their summer trips. Uh, but I think that it's, it's still a good time to buy. And I know one of the fallacies is I could never afford New York City. And that's really not true. I mean, it's expensive to live here. But if you're looking for an apartment and you have a good broker, you could, I mean, you're not going to get the Taj Mahal, you're not going to get a lot of space. You're going to sacrifice space, but it's a good time. And if you're looking for a one-family house, the suburbs, whether it's Long Island, Greenwich, Greenwich, you could really get deals in, uh, Westchester, uh, Jersey, there's there's a lot of things that uh, are available because the baby boomers, you know, some of them are now not retiring, but some of them are buying, you know, condos and saying, I'm done with the maintenance. Let the millennials do the maintenance now. And let them worry about taking care of the house. By the way, just so you know, this is what they predict. I don't know if I'll be around 20 years to uh, check them out to see if they were correct. But Jerry and Ace, the average home, they say, will get 13.3% larger in the next 20 years. Average lot sizes will shrink, which I would agree with because there's not that much land. But homes will grow and prices will rise over the next two decades, according to the study from Home Improvement Site Porsche. Well, the, okay, they're so saying they're, prices will rise over the next two decades. That's a, they're going out on a limb on that one. Well, yeah, because in 20 years, are you going to remember this article? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, I remember when they said it was the end of the world and nobody would ever buy again. I remember. Right. I won't use those publications' names, okay, that had it on the front cover. The end of real estate. It's doomed. Nobody will buy. Okay? Now, I, you know, nobody really, you know, goes back. But the truth is, so, but, but they expect them to be big. By 2030, by 2036, the average American family will own 13.3% of a bigger house and a 19% smaller yard. And that makes sense, though, that much because obviously we don't have land. I, I'm going to have to continue this after news because I think they're going to cut me off. But the average home will be over 3,000 square feet. And I'll continue with that prediction right after our 11 o'clock break. You won't want to miss this. And you won't want to miss the predictions for the next five years of real estate. We'll be right back after the 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.